Welcome to Because It's Tile, a podcast to help you understand the tile industry market in North America and the threats, trends, and opportunities within the marketplace. Listen as Rick Church, Executive Director of the Ceramic Tile Distributors Association, interviews tile industry leaders and creative professionals. And now, here's your host, Rick Church. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Rick Church. I'm the executive director of the Ceramic Tile Distributors Association, and we're here on the last day of coverings and the National Wood Floor Association's Expo. And my special guest here today is Michael Martin, president and CEO of NWFA. Michael, welcome. Thank you, Rick. It's great to be here with you. So um, we had such a great opportunity. Not many great opportunities were presented during COVID, right? This last year has been a challenging year for everyone, but our organizations had a great opportunity kind of as a result of COVID to co-locate the shows. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that like most businesses, um, there were opportunities within COVID that we didn't see when it, when it first struck and everything shut down. So as things progressed, we both, both of our shows had canceled some locations. And um, so it really gave us an opportunity to come together in Orlando um, because you guys, you know, would have, you guys had some extra space that we fit nicely into. And so it seemed like a no-brainer to try to do it. So thank you for, for letting us be here. No, thank you for, for working with us to do it. And um, also a natural fit because the coverings and the NWFA Expo represent the natural hard surfaces materials that we all are passionate about and love. That's correct. I mean, we generally find that most of our, uh, most of our members are either selling or installing hard surfaces as a whole, um, not necessarily carpet. There tends to be a little more skill on learning to do tile or learning to do hardwood especially the more intricate stuff um, higher up the food chain on both sides. So the skilled labor meets a, a different uh, place within, the, within those two coverings. Right. And in addition to having kind of some shared attendees as a result of that, and maybe even a few shared exhibitors, which made the shows, I think, really exciting, there were some great things that we were able to do in terms of education and networking. Uh, do you want to share, share any information about any of those? Sure. Well, you know, and we were we were very uh, we worked really well as a team with the show management companies to make for sure that we, on the exhibitors that we had in both shows that we you know we worked with where they wanted to be and talked to them and we knew that some of us would pick up something and somebody else might lose something. So you know, the the great thing is that that those exhibitors were able to you know cut their staffs down to some degree and have one trip to do both shows. So the expenses were cut even for people that exhibited in both, which we had quite a bit of because there tends to be a different sales team for um, for each side. But um, what we really had the opportunity to do that we've never done before is to uh, do a town hall together where we brought the wood flooring industry together with the tile and stone industries to really talk about skilled labor shortage and to talk about some solutions that we all have to work toward and, and getting down to the grassroots level of how that can be implemented within the local communities. Yeah, and that's a really exciting and important topic for all of us because that's the biggest challenge. It was before the pandemic, that was the biggest challenge facing our industry and I, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I feel like it's actually an even greater challenge coming out of the pandemic. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, as, as people come back to work, we know that there's still some people out that are due to COVID in their family or their children don't still have daycare and they're still at home and those types of things. So on the manufacturing side, that's really had an impact. 
um, with just having people on the line to work, plus the social distancing that was required there, has really caused the supply to be a, a problem, getting, getting stuff manufactured. Um, you know, when you're going to work every day and trying to figure out how many people are there because of COVID, to figure out how many people you can put on the line, it definitely affects production. You can't really, affect, you can't really plan on increasing production. You're really working on what you have to work with on any given day. So we, we, we hope that uh, some of, you know, once the incentives end, the stimulus money ends and people are coming back to work that we'll see the labor kind of even out there and the manufacturing supply chain be able to get back to full production. Uh, but we're also seeing supply issues, as are you. And I know that everybody's facing problems with imports and getting things in from other countries. And then once it gets here, it's sitting on trucks and there are no truck drivers to take it. And so, you know, it's, um, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of time that's going to be spent unraveling the, the impacts of COVID until we get back to normal. So I, you know, I don't see that ending this summer anytime soon. Do you? No, no I agree with you. I think we're, we're probably going into 22 a little bit while that unravels. Yeah. So, Michael, um, a lot of our audience might not be extremely familiar with NWFA. Do you want to share a little bit about some of the great programs that NWFA has? Maybe even talk about some of your focus, even your strategic direction for sure. the next year? Yeah, I mean, give me an opportunity. I'll, I'll take it and talk. But um, So the National Wood Flooring Association represents more than 3,000 member companies. Um, we are company membership, so that represents about 25,000 individuals involved in the wood flooring industry. Um, that includes the whole supply chain. So our association is a, is a small market. We have manufacturers, distributors, contractors, inspectors. Everybody at the supply, everyone in the supply chain um, sits at the board table and makes decisions for the industry as a whole. So that's one of the things that's kind of unique about us. Um, I know on some of the other areas, you have the you have contractor associations, you have distributor associations, and that's pretty normal. So we're a little you know we're a little bit odd there. I like to say it's it's like a family reunion. It's great to get the family together, but you put them at the table long enough, they're going to fight. So um, we try to take care of all our children in in a special way. But it's great because we get to make changes pretty quickly uh, within the supply chain to try to correct things. So um, from a strategic standpoint, you know clearly. Once we had to cancel our shows, we went completely digital with our trade show last year. So obviously looking at hybrid solutions moving forward so we can educate even more people coming out of our show. So um, while we have the live component this year, we'll also have a recorded opportunity. And I know you're doing live streaming like this um, as a result of those of those issues that we're faced with last year's shows and, and holding a meeting. So um, I'm really excited about being able to take what was always a live event and really focus on that live attendance and taking it into a new audience um, that can't necessarily be with us every year. So we're excited about those things. That's definitely part of our strategic direction. Um, our online university continues to grow. We're up about 60% on people using it throughout the pandemic. So that's been a really great tool. Um, and it's available, you know, if, it's, if, it's, if there's something you want to learn about wood, um, our introductory sales courses are really great to get to know the product and understand um, what's going on. So if you're curious about wood, uh, contact us and we'll get you into the university and let you take a look around. Yeah, that's great. Thanks, Michael. Did you, um, as a part of taking your show virtual last year and doing some of the other virtual training opportunities and whatnot, did you find you gained a new audience? Absolutely. So we, we canceled our show about three weeks before it happened. So we were three weeks out and we ended up, we decided, okay, we can do this. We're going to hold a digital event on the same dates because we knew that our attendees had marked those dates on their calendars to be with us. And we knew they weren't probably going to be at work because of the shutdown. So we wanted to get, because no one knew how long the shutdown was going to last, we wanted to get into that window of 
they had us blocked off and they weren't working. And so we knew we would have an opportunity to get an audience during those dates. And we actually had more people come to the digital than we did the previous live event. So when we compared those lists, um, we had a whole new audience that came to us from a digital perspective. And they've engaged with us. 75% of the people that use our digital education are new to the National Wood Flooring Association. So it's been a really great way of bringing people in at a low-cost point where they don't have to travel, they don't have to come to the show, they get to know us, they get to find out more about us, and then become more active. Did you find, and maybe it's too early to tell, but did you find that any of that new audience came to the expo this year live? Yeah, absolutely. I think some of the folks that went to the digital portion last year said, wow, this is great, and I want to I participate in this live. So um, we are seeing a lot of new folks. And, you know, by and large, I, I think everyone expected a smaller show this year, no matter what industry you were in. And I know, you know, some of the numbers looking at uh, June coming out of the meetings industry, typically people were around 30%, 40% of their normal attendance and normal exhibitor base. So I think both of our shows have exceeded those expectations here and uh, the number of new people that are coming in is great so yeah and I, I would say also the kind of the energy here on both floors has been fantastic uh, perhaps that's because it's pent up right and it's the first time many yeah. of us have been face to face with customers uh, yeah. and certainly in a big environment like this yeah well I mean for most people it's been two years since they've actually seen their customers or been with their customers or their peers or their friends and so this week is very exciting because it's a, you know it's a reestablishment of those relationships um, Zoom has been great but I think most people are are kind of done with Zoom now and they'd like to actually shake somebody's hand or give a friend a hug so I think that's been the most rewarding part of this week just watching those relationships uh, come back to life yeah that's right thanks Michael um Anything else you'd like to share about NWFA or the NWFA Expo to our, our global audience here in the Coverings Lounge? Well, the one thing I will say is, is during our town hall, we came together with the, the, the Natural Stone Institute, the Tile Contractors of North America, and NWFA, and we brought some of our emerging leaders into that group to talk with people live about what was, gonna, what was really impacting the labor pool and to try to come up with some solutions that would work for all of us because we're all in this together. And I think that's one of the things we've learned from this show is not only are we in this together trying to come out of COVID, but we're also in this together facing challenges and that major challenge being the labor. And not only are we in it together, but we have now proven that we can work together effectively to find a solution. So it really gives confidence to, I think, the industries and being able to do that. Yeah, I've heard nothing but positive feedback on the co-location. We continue to be asked if we're going to do it again. And you know, the future is wide open. So I'm sure we'll have some conversations about that. Thanks again, Michael, for doing the interview. Thank I really you, Rick. appreciate it. Appreciate it. You've just listened to an episode of Because It's Tile Podcast. Make sure to catch the next episode. Hit subscribe now. Visit ctdahome.org for more information, training materials, and education on the ceramic tile industry. Thank you for listening.